love joy actually. Let's go, kids. So hello, hello, welcome. Um, welcome to Lovejoy. Actually, we are discussing Who Dares Sings. Yeah, which is by Douglas Watkinson. Have we had any by Douglas Watkinson before? It doesn't sound familiar to me. It, it doesn't, but I think he's re- he writes some in the future. I felt like the writing style was a bit different. In it was this one, so I, I I didn't know that we hadn't had this one before. But if I I would have guessed that. I'm a little bit overexcited about this episode. It was good. Oh, okay. It was good. It was interesting. Oh, we should probably introduce ourselves. Oh we yeah, we probably should. Um, they, it's like like they don't know who we. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it might be might somebody be... just really loves this particular episode. Oh, and yeah, like, that's skip, true. A, skip out the rest. Yeah. I only care about this slightly mad one where a piano is a gardening and, table. And Tinker sings. <laughs> Tinker sings a lot. A lot. A yeah. lot. Go on, anyone. Okay, so. <laughs> you I'm Helen. I'm Em. And I'm Paul. Um, and, and we are Love Joy, actually. Yes, yes that's, we are. That's what we're doing. Um, what episode number is it, though? Four. Five. 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 In the second series. Yeah, series two, episode oh, five. Series. Who dares sings. So and we've this is the first time, listener, that we've watched separately and then come back together. Mm. So I'm okay, intrigued. But see if it works better or worse, or if our understanding of the plot is that I, I still think I'm gonna need Helen to explain the plot to me because that's I, just a, a I constant. Think, well, <laughs> I, 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 was there a plot? That's my question. I've concentrated so um, hard. Look at my notes. I've got bullet points. I've got bullet points. I decided to do each scene bulleted, and then at one point, yeah, I slightly lost the plot. I, sh- I should, I should probably um, just, just for the purpose of the listeners, point out that I'm recording this with a massive hangover because I left my job yesterday, oh, and it was my oh. leaving do. I am, I, I am incredibly hungover today, um, and I'm about to go to a Christmas party, so I've already had a. Um, What's it called? That ridiculous drink? cocktail? <laughs> yeah, a drink. A drink. A porn star martini. That's oh, what I've nice. I, I so love nice. that. I love it so much. Well, there's more in your fridge. That's all I'm you wish for any more. Hair of the time. dog. If I need yeah. hair of the dog later on. Brilliant. All right. Who, does um, Helen, do you want to kick off? Have you found it? You, Helen's face. If only they could see her face. I, I've just like, I've been doing the IMDb ones lately because they're actually quite good. But yeah. for some reason, I, there isn't one for this episode. There's only one that someone's written, which is very long and yeah. tells you the whole plot. We don't want that. Might but be useful later on when Em and I fail to understand. Yeah, the, like, the, the general sort of just Google one that comes up. I'm not even sure. Is this what happened? Is this even the right episode? Okay, love. Well, I mean. So, Lovejoy's eye for detail detects a dangerous flaw in the restaurant he and Lady Jane decorated for Tinker's old army chum. Well, I wouldn't say it was really? his eye for detail that detects the flaw. No. What flaw? Okay. No, the flaw is well, the stuff in it okay. shouldn't be in it. The stuff that he has brought right. to it okay. should not be Maybe. in there. Um, it's, it's a bit of but a... it's not his eye for detail that I mean, spots okay, that. Okay, it's no, the it's police. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But what you can get from that is there is a restaurant, there is Tinker's Old Army Chum, there is decorating a restaurant. Yeah. So that, those bits do happen. Um, but yeah, I I mean, it sounds like you guys really enjoyed it. I suppose I did enjoy it, but was it? I just felt like this is just a bunch of things happening. Like, it what is. is the story? It was, it was all do joined you know, up. Because we, did you watch it this morning? I watched it this morning. And I watched it this morning. Did you watch it last night? Last night. I think you were knackered. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it for a really, really geeky reason, which is that this is the first time that we meet P- uh, uh, Detective Inspector Dennis Hardwick. Yeah, oh, appears now. He come he, oh, he comes back every series that comes Thank out. Thank God for that. He's in series. I think the last episode he's in 
is episode one of series six, so we get him right up until 1994 now. He's a good, because he seemed to know what he was doing. He so, does, so, and he's Lovejoy's mate. It's it's, I love him. It's a bit weird, though, because it's a police officer that Lovejoy's, that's Lovejoy's mate, and we've seen the police quite a few times already, yeah. and there's been no indication that actually Lovejoy has this mate who's a police officer, yeah. and then suddenly he like pops up. So I think that was a bit, bit odd. Like, and doesn't do from? Lovejoy for aiding and abetting, which he clearly which he did, did, even if it wasn't intentional. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's was... very friendly to Lovejoy, which Lovejoy could have used when he was going to prison. Maybe yeah. he met him after. I mean, the time the timeline is hazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. We don't really know what's going on. So we start off in this uh, in the car. In, in the... yeah. Oh, our friend, we start in the pub. <laughs> well, yeah, we in the car because <laughs> good notes from me. We there. start with Miriam singing with, with yeah. Tinker is inside Miriam. Oh. The car. Oh, we haven't seen Tinker for a while. I applauded. I was sat on my own watching this, and I went, "Yay!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a, a really Tinker heavy Sim- episode. Yeah, really, it was really very good. focused on Tinker. He was singing the Flanders and Swan song about being a GNU, I'm and a I GNU. just I'm a all, GNU. I'm a GNU. All, I'm another GNU. All I'm going to say, I'm going to go off on a massive tangent, and I will find it and post it. Is any are either of you into John Finnemore? Because there's a whole John Finnemore sketch about how oh well, it's actually a common misconception. This pronounced GNU, it's actually pronounced new, thus rendering the song inaccurate. It's actually a new. So I'm going to find that and post it because that's so funny. It wouldn't be as funny a song if it was if it was new, though, would it? We we say it in our house all the time when somebody says, "Oh, oh, I'm gonna do it," or "I was gonna," or "It's gnu." We go, oh, another gnu. (laughs) That's how middle class I am, listener. We use plants and swan jokes in our house. We, it was a lovely opening, though, wasn't it? But I think it was because Tinker was so excited because he was on his way to see his old chum, and he was like oh, reminiscing was. about the days when they used to sing together in yeah, the army. I was thinking that they were, and this is partly because I would I've been talking to somebody else about escape committees in the Second World War. Don't ask; it's not important. Um, I was then like, well, they can't have been in the in the Second World War no. together. But then it turns out they did their national service together. In 1958. So that made a lot more a sense. A lot more sense, Although yeah. I felt the other chap looked a bit too young. Yeah, and also I thought, surely when you were doing your national service, I get why during the war there was a need for, like, entertainment and banding together and putting on shows and singing together. Why would you do it in your national probably, service? You only did it for two years. Probably just they were a bit bored. Do you know what I mean? It's like something to do, went. isn't it? They didn't have Netflix. It also True. depends where they went, to didn't, be honest. Did because, podcasts. Yeah. You know, they might have, around that time, they might have ended up in Kenya, as we discussed in the previous episode. Yes. Or, uh, I mean, my granddad was doing his national service a bit earlier, but he was in Malta, and yeah. he thought it was quite boring. Like, <laughs> he was in the Navy, and I think they didn't really have much to do on the ship, so maybe... So they just did uh, shows? Yeah, so I think yeah, it's still... Exactly. You can maybe see why. We do find out, uh, um, uh, skipping ahead a little bit, but something quite interesting about Tinker, which sort of disappointed me. Oh, no, what? That Tinker was only a corporal. <laughs> Not a major because he's called Major Dill. Well, oh, I see. Yeah, they've. I see. So why? So why did they call him Major Dill if he wasn't a major? Well, I, I probably pretended that, that he yeah, was a major. Exactly. That bit went. But they're still called Major Dill right up until series series six. So this is almost an inconsistency in that it's never referred mm. to again. Maybe it's because because like, they were like, well, why? Well, you know, whatever. Why yeah. upset him? He's kind of a big deal. So. But so the point is that so the point is that that to a minor deal. Yeah. The point is that Tinker's old chum from National Service, um, Major, who is a major, who is actually major, major Lyndon Walker, who reminded me of Stanley Johnson. 
Who's Stanley Johnson? Who's Boris Johnson's dad. He really, really oh. did. He talked like Stanley Johnson. He His dialogue was brilliant. It was. Yeah, it, it was, was very good. Fat. It was very, like, naturalistic. Really like, he was. just, like, trailed off in the middle of sentences and, like, he was, was properly... I must admit, I love the writing in this yeah. episode. Even it... if you think the plot was a yeah. bit weird, I thought the, the writing the was plot. spot on. I, I thought it was brilliant. I didn't think there really was a plot, but I did like the writing. <laughs> I just thought it was beautifully written. I really did, and all the characters really came into their own. There was something about this yeah, the characters that was were great. Fab. The characters were great, um, but I didn't, I just didn't understand that there was a plot. Um, but I'm sure there was, and you guys will tell me that I'm wrong and explain that it was a wonderful plot. I thought it was a good plot. I just thought it was like, quite a good plot. Loads of stuff happened. It involved people being conned again. They were, and they, yeah. like a bent copper. It's very, very early nineties, well, isn't it? He was a screw, wasn't he? He was wasn't screw, really yeah, a copper. Yeah. But also, it hadn't. Well, I'm skipping ahead. Well, we'll wait till no, we get to you him. can skip ahead. Well, George Palmer, mm. who is our dodgy character, yeah, well, he'd been in it before, hadn't he? Wasn't George no. Palmer the one who got beat up and we thought he might have died and then he hadn't? That was George. I'm sure that was George Palmer. I don't think so, but I think I it's good that we're recording it this week because the actor who played him died two days ago. Oh, so it's quite um, it's quite apt. Peter Armitage. His oh. name is used to be in Coronation Street. <laughs> There you go. The shit, yeah, know. another coronation. The shit I know. <laughs> so yeah, so basically, like, so Tinker and Lovejoy are on their way to see Lyndon Walker, who's opening a restaurant. But it looked like more like a pub. It was a gastro pub, wasn't it? It was a gastro pub. It's in a pub. When we first see it, Lady Jane, because Lady Jane is involved. Basically, Lady Jane and Lovejoy are working together on it. She's um, fitting it out, fitting, I suppose, decorating what, whatever it. she does. What she do? Yeah, it's interior, interior, interior design. That's it. And Love, Lovejoy is providing the furniture and all the fur- yeah furnishings for the pub. And um, but when we first see it. Lady is coming out of it, and there's a sign that they put up saying the Groaning Board Restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And at first I was like, Groaning Board? Then I figured, okay, I guess they mean like... Like a, a board that's like a groaning, groaning with food. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd it, name. It doesn't sound It doesn't really trip appealing. off the tongue, does it? Like, oh, let's go down the Groaning Board. I don't know. I just it thought, just doesn't sound it very appealing. Maybe it's a reference that we just don't get. Maybe it is. Um, listeners, tweet us if you know what Groaning Board <laughs> they is. They will. One of them will. Yeah, definitely. I kind of meant more like, because it was a reference from the 80s to something. It's not even filmed in the 80s, don't know why I said that. 91. No, well, almost. Yeah. yeah, so it could have been something early nineties. But yeah, so and basically we find out quite quickly that although Lyndon Walker is opening this restaurant, he's basically skinned. <laughs> he's literally yeah, he I, I don't know who says it. I think who says that there's a brilliant quote that I wrote down, but I didn't write down who said it. Was it Lady Jane saying, Oh no, who said this? He's bonkers, broke, and an old body of Tinkers, and basically saying that doesn't have much to recommend yeah. him. No. Although Tinker was it was a joy to watch him and Tinker just sort of And as, as soon as Tinker sort of arrived, he went, Oh, Stinker! Like yeah, that. yeah. But not yeah. as rough and ready as I just said it, in no. a more in quite, genteel, yeah. genteel Tinker like way. But what I loved about the Lyndon Walker character, he's so institutionalised from the army, so like he's like when he's explaining to Lovejoy what he wants in the restaurant, and he's like, oh yeah, so we'll need some tables here so everyone can eat their rations off them. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't quite go like, yeah. I've written pub genteel. I think that says genteel. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, and then I've written... Em's own writing from this morning. Yeah, and then I've written... And I haven't got my glasses on, so... Okay. And then I've written banana bowls. Because oh, yeah. Oh, he, he has a current plan. He has got access to... Apparently, some very expensive silver from his Auntie May. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is sort of a subplot, Helen. So not only is there a plot, there's a subplot. There's probably like at least three plots. Yeah. <laughs> so they show, um, I guess Lovejoy or whoever says, well, you haven't got any cash, so how are you going to pay us to fit out your 
gastropub. And he basically says, all right, I'm going to nick some silver off yeah. my aunt. He says, oh, here's a lovely picture of my Auntie May. This, this was a good quote, I which unfortunately I also didn't write down, yeah. where they say, um, well, it's just a woman holding some bananas. And he say, but from whence the bananas came forth? <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I loved His dialogue, Lyndon Walker's dialogue, was yeah. amazing. Despite my hangover, I laughed a lot in this yeah, episode. Yeah, great. no, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, and they see this photo of these bowls, and they're Paul de Pomeray from 1760. I mean, apparently. I don't know if that's a real thing. We all even. smiled and nodded and stripped right, our right, photos. So, yeah, so the and basically, oh, yes. oh, Lovejoy was like, yeah, they're worth about 40k. So, you know, basically, yeah, if you can get those bowls and sell them, then, yeah, we can then, use that money to, to, to sort your restaurant out. So that's the plan. And then Lovejoy goes back to his freaking palatial cottage, which I always forget, and he goes back, and in his garden is the aforementioned Mr George Palmer. Oh, yeah. Have I missed a bit? No, 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 not a huge thing, but just something like... So, actually, as they're leaving, like, um, Lady Jane sort of says, oh, you know, they're sort of saying, oh, this, this guy, that he's you know, crazy and he's broken, you know... Are those bowls really worth that money? Are they real? Blah blah blah. Because I've only seen a mm-hmm. photo. And Lady Jane, oh, but you know, he seems like he comes from a good family. And oh, Lovejoy says, Lovejoy says, so do I. Ah. And look where I spent last year. Yeah. So we learn that Lovejoy comes from a good, good. family. Yeah. Because it's, it's interesting. We don't really know anything about his backstory, do we? Like his childhood, way. So yeah, but we do find out that he's. There was a good, a good bit of um, fourth wall breakage in the pub as well. There was yeah. some great fourth yeah. wall breakage throughout this. There was some fourth wall breakage in the car. I thought the the, the expression on his face when uh, Tinker is singing along to the Gnu song, <laughs> and, and he just says, it, "Are we nearly there?" Yeah. <laughs> I, I've written down, God. When people just sing, it's the worst thing ever. And then I, I was that. like, oh, I'm coming around to you two. Yeah. <laughs> the two you people know I know do so more than anything else. When I, when I started doing the job that I have now left, I didn't realise because I'd had my own office and I was in an open plan office and I was alerted to the fact that I apparently hum all oh, the time. No. And <laughs> Well, at least it was humming. No, not humming. Yeah. Humming a lot, but all... Burping. Um, and I hum whatever inappropriate or appropriate things happen to just be in my head. So I found myself one day humming every sperm is sacred. <laughs> I'm sat at my desk and open plant just going mm-hmm. and also that get, gives us our Monty Python reference for this week which I didn't think Boom. we'd get in <laughs> there we go Absolutely. excellent so yeah so he returns to his manor his bloody lovely thatched cottage there's something about this episode where and I don't know why I felt this I could like smell it I could it was so English it was, I actually. know that the whole it? series it was, it was really very English, English yeah. But there was English. something about this one in particular where it felt like the tail end of autumn, there were still some hot days, I could feel the earth. It was really bucolic and sort of lovely, lovely. And on that note, so actually before Lovejoy returns home to find George Palmer, George Palmer turns up at Lovejoy Antiques and Eric's there, Lovejoy's at mm. that, the restaurant... And um, basically, yeah, he turns up. George Palmer turns up. And he's a bit shifty, and whatever. And and like Eric's like, oh, we, you must know Lovejoy from inside. Like he's like, oh yeah, yeah, kind of. Oh, he's on my landing, yeah. kind of. And you know, he makes <laughs> he makes a weird joke. So he says, oh, Lovejoy's because Lo- it's like, oh, Lovejoy's not here. And he's like, oh, don't lie, you've melted him down, haven't you? Because like, oh Eric's, yeah, like, it was stirring, a bit creepy. Eric's weird. stirring some glue, and I actually wrote in my notes. Is he on glue? <laughs> the best thing, what I loved about Eric in this episode, you know, we said all the characters sort of came to the fore. So Tinker, who is who is sort of this, you know, singing all these 1950s mm. songs, etc. And, and you, you see Tinker in his element. And then Eric has really 
taken and run the thing from the last episode about well we're partners. I'm yeah, partner. yeah. <laughs> and I know why because we find out later that actually Lovejoy is now paying Eric sort of. Yeah. And not the other way around yeah, yeah. because he says he borrows money from Eric yeah. and then puts it in his pay packet the next day. <laughs> yeah. That was Lady brilliant. Jane said oh, it means he likes you, but he, Eric's trying to convince George that. Um, He's uh, he's sort of his partner. He's yeah. an equal. He's in charge, and that oh, Tinker does the running around for yeah. us. It yeah. was very funny. It, it was, was brilliant. Nice. He was like, "Yeah, I'm." You know, Lovejoy's like the uh, you know the, the buyer and seller. I'm the restorer because he's there, yeah, which is like yeah. his authentic glue from the supermarket. And then Tinker, yeah, Tinker just runs around. I was like, oh, yeah. "I've written here, Eric the expert." He's an expert. He's been learning. He is he's learning. He's not an expert. He's learning. He's on his way. He's learning. That's true. So, so there's sort of there's sort of two bits of plot really. Mm. One that involves uh, Eric and Tinker and the piano, which yeah. we'll come to in a minute. <laughs> That's um, and then yeah, and, and me. And then the other plot, which involves Lovejoy and his ex mate from the landing, who turns out to be a screw. Yeah. yeah. And again, it plays on that thing about uh, uh, you know coppers and criminals not necessarily oh, yeah. being uh, above board th- that and, far and apart yeah, from one yeah. another. Yeah, yeah. So George has come with this business proposition because he's found out that Dashwood House, the lady who owns Dashwood House, uh, is moving and she wants to get rid of some he stuff. He claims. He says. Um, <laughs> and George has set himself up as a legitimate businessman who does house clearances. <laughs> Which, by the way, don't you always think house clearances sounds dodgy? There's a brilliant shop near where Emma and I Yeah, are, maybe that, that's what. <laughs> that se- is that it sells dodgy? stuff from house clearances. It's very hard. I love going in there though because it is literally we like you just taking shit out of We should go in and like yes. have a look for some bargains. And you can just like open the drawers and find random stuff yeah, still in like, there. Yeah, there's notebooks in there yeah. and maybe oh, some lovely. like a checkbook. You're like, yeah, yeah. Are you oh, sure amazing. that you should have that's amazing. This yeah. Cheesy away. PR. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but she, yeah, so, um, so just like, all right, actually, that sounds like a good idea. I need to fit out the pub. It sounds like Dashwood House will have some awesome stuff in it. We yeah. need to get tables for the pub. We could get some extra decorations. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll come with you. I'll meet this woman. That's what we're going to do. And then my next bullet point in all capital letters says, <laughs> then rampant misogyny. <laughs> oh, yes, I've written misogyny of the week is back. Yes. Misogyny of the week. But, I mean, to be fair, it's misogyny that's meant to be misogyny, yes. whereas some misogyny yeah, of the week have been like, just like, oh my God, but this, but this is actually, he's meant to hilarious. be. hilarious. He's the meant word... to be, and Lady Lady Jane is not having it. It's, it's, I think it's the only time I've heard the word crumpet used by two people in the same episode. <laughs> I know. Crumpet, Crumpet. Yeah. He refers well, to Lady Jane. I believe crumpet is a cake that one makes upon the griddle. Yeah, that's what she that's said. What she said. Do you call them? Well, I have a, an ongoing debate with a mate of mine who insists they're called pikelets and not crumpets. Aren't pikelets just thinner crumpets? L- little crumpets. Yeah, pikelets. What's a blini? Oh, no, they're not like blini. I think blini. they are. Well, they are kind of others. Well, they're very similar. I think of them as being pikelets. No, pikelets, pikelets are sort like of in between. A kind of bigger <laughs> in circumference, but isn't um, it a Lincolnshire one? Similar, or similar like my oh, friend from Lincolnshire. Also, listener, what's a tea cake? Shall we start? Well, <laughs> see, I'm not into tea cakes. You could have tea cakes or crumpets, and I was always a crumpet girl. No, so, oh. To me, a tea Personally, cake is a roll, a bap, a oh, balm, oh. a cob. That is a tea oh, cake. Oh, to me, a tea cake is, is kind Bat. of. I, I a do fruit, love baps. It's a fruit in So we all love <laughs> Well. <laughs> A tea cake is a, like a fruited spiced bap, like it has fruit yeah. in it, and it's kind of a bit. It's oh, like a good bread. spicy bap just, as well. It's just right. Okay, <laughs> bap should always a, be spicy. A spicy bap. Your bap should always be flowery and full. 
So, yeah. yeah, we do have misogyny, which is basically... I mean, what, what specific bit of misogyny are we talking about? Because there was a few. There are a few. Would you... Um, I think it was... The it was George, comments. wasn't it? Yeah. And I think it was... in what I should have realised when I was watching it, but sort of didn't until now I look back and reflect, is that was our clue to the fact that George was actually a bit of a git. Yeah. And wasn't on the straight and narrow and probably shouldn't have been trusted. No. But I was too... I was rolling along with everything that was happening. I didn't think about that as a viewer at the time. Again, he did. But he was just... He... He, he, he just was really dismissive of Jane. And she was yeah. like, I'm the interior designer. Yeah. I'm yeah. the one who's doing this. George did just exude bad guy, though, didn't he? Yeah. Really, really. He was a bit of a stereotype bad mm. guy. And Because at one point, that the comment that I wrote down was that he's, they're talking about, I don't know, like get, buying clothes or something, and he looks at Jane. He's like, "Oh yeah, well you must be about a 12. And like, oh, yeah, that was that it. was it. That's why I wrote it down. Yeah, that so was it. Like, one, what man knows what women's dress sizes are? That's a bit odd. That's very, yeah. very, very, very creepy. Why have you looked at any women's clothes and known that they're in yeah, different sizes? Exactly, yeah, I, I don't think anyone. Most men would not <laughs> even be aware. Of... Most women would bring me something and be like, "Here's a thing," and it'll either be like a size eight or yeah. it'll be like a size twenty-two. Again, and like, but you're older than twenty-two, so I figured it would fit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, though, I like the fact that actually Jane probably is a twelve. Because uh, we've talked about this before, about how she's not some... 
to get a slightly bigger one to get a bigger fish tank on it. <laughs> and he's using this particular piano as a fish tank stand. Yeah, yeah. And Tim's just like, no, 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 we don't want the upright. We, we want the other one that you've got. And he says, oh, that one. And off he goes around the cottage's shed. <laughs> and he's using it as a table for, like, potting yeah. stuff. And one of the legs is missing. And Tim's like, oh, there's no leg. Where's the leg? And he goes, oh, I use that as my dibber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's obviously a really expensive piano, isn't it? Because Tinker yeah. just immediately gives him 300 quid No, but I don't think it's the piano he's after yeah. because he takes the book that's propping up the lake. Oh, my God, I missed that entire that, bit. that, that, that. <laughs> yeah. More so that, on that story yeah, later. So I was too busy looking at the plants and going, oh, But he does take nice. the piano. He takes the piano as well. And they do actually the piano, want the piano. They do. The piano yeah. fulfils yeah. a purpose later yeah. on and much hilarity therefore ensues. Yeah. Oh, in the meantime, I don't know quite how we learned this, but I've just... that Alexander is away again in this episode. Hmm. Mm. Where he is, mm, yeah, and it's not even they even bother to try and make up where he is this time, it's just he's just aware. He's not in like Wellington for 24 hours, yeah. Or, or, um, and Lovejoy says something like, Oh, Jane, you loosen up a bit when Alexander's away. Who were? Who were? Oh, well, he, he wants to take her to lunch, doesn't he? And then something happens, and they don't. Oh, what happens is they, they're going to an auction, and at the auction, he sees George Palmer, oh, and yes. for some reason. The, the lady, lady whose house clearance it was. Oh, and they appear to be selling all the shit. Yes. So basically, they've done him over, and he realises, oh, shit, oh God, that must it, be it wasn't their house. house. Mm. And what am I going to do? And he tries to chase them sort of out of there, but they, they manage to get away, don't they? They, they yeah. don't know that he's seen them. And we learn somehow that the lady is called Angela. Mm. I don't know how he can yes. see. I love you seem to know that, but maybe she just used her real name when they maybe. met at Dashwood House, but that seems a bit strange. But anyway, yeah. we find out that she's called Angela. This is soon confirmed because Lovejoy goes and hides behind a hedge because we haven't had anyone hiding behind a bush for a while. <laughs> yeah, oh, when they were clambering through the bracken, they were yeah. holding So Lovejoy and Jane go to. How do they find out though that there's another? Oh no, they go back to Dashwood House. Yeah, that's what they do. They, they, go, back they go. Let's just make sure because she said because Lady Jane says maybe when when um, George Palmer and the lady met at the house earlier, they just got on they, frightfully well. And yes. now they're now they're hanging and now out they're just together. like friends. So like, let's just make sure that you really did like basically. They turn up. House. The police are there. Yeah, and there's a couple having a very passive aggressive argument in the garden. Yeah. yeah, about whose fault it is and why everything's been nicked. Um. So yeah. So now they know for a fact. That um, Lovejoy is in but, deep doo doo yeah, because that furniture's gone into yeah. the pub. They've pit, they've kitted out the pub already, mm. and they come to this. Jane, Jane does loosen up when Alexander's not there because Jane Jane says, "Well, look, you know, we'll we'll sort of." Didn't she basically say, "Well, we'll give it back," but at the moment it looks pretty yeah, good. We'll just leave it she, there. She, she's we, like, need party. The we need the opening. Basically, they, they want to get paid for the work yeah. they've done in the restaurant. So like, well, Lovejoy wants to get paid. She wants it to go well. She yeah, actually that's true. Cares. She also because she says, "Actually, I wasn't thinking of the money, but that too." Yeah, yeah. So they're like, right we'll wait until after the opening we'll wait a week or so and we'll try and find out in the meantime ourselves who like what's going on because for Get some evidence. reason they're now detectives yeah. on top once of the again, fact that they're planning an event kitting out a restaurant yes. they've got to find this get this piano sorted out because of course well not of course because what's happened is as Eric and Tink have gone away with the piano the police one of whom appears to be eight yeah he's just <laughs> Um, <laughs> pull them over for reasons I do not understand. I don't oh, know. well, they think they just thought, well, let's see if these guys are driving legally. Yeah. But then they just looked a bit dodgy. Eric didn't... I mean, they do look a bit dodgy. Yeah. To be fair, Eric and Tinker are the weirdest pair, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, dragging a piano on a trailer that's like yeah. covered in plants and whatever. But they, um, Eric doesn't put the handbrake on, so then Miriam goes oh, so straight funny. into the police car. So then it becomes an even bigger Tinker's problem. hilarious at this point. Oh, good afternoon, Sergeant. Oh, jolly good. Well done there. And he's, He's sort of humouring 
him. You get the feeling this is a much practiced act. Yes. When so pulled just... over by the police, become oh. a, the eccentric English gentleman. And then maybe they'll let you. Which I really like. They'll let you off. I thought it was brilliant. So the car then gets towed. They apparently end up spending a night in the. Under the, the piano. Under the piano. Under the piano. But they go to a pub, don't they? Oh, yeah, somewhere. Now, hang on, I wrote something about this. Because <clears> the, <throat> the garage comes and turns I've it written, away. And Miriam is broken, all in capital letters. So Eric and Tinker are lost in the country. Um, yeah, they don't know oh, where they are, really. We've missed they? our Auntie May, so we'll go back to her in a second. And then I've written, oh, that pub. And I've done a little smiley oh, face with heart eyes. She's done a little smiley face with heart the eyes. The pub Lovely that they pub. sort of stumble into. And oh, Eric goes, where are we? And she tells him. And But her accent three seems horses to... Three horses at that they've walked all the way to Batley. <laughs> it's really... I'd like to once she, again... She's like, all right, love. I'd like to once again point out that Northerners do emigrate. They emigrate south. Well, we are I, proof of that. I was thinking that there are there are a lot of Northerners in Lovejoy. Most people in Lovejoy are Northern. Was so, this is true. Yes, we've bizarre. moved in and priced out all the Suffolk yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they go to the Probably. pub basically just for like something to do while they're waiting for the car to be repaired and come back. I mean, That's why, why, I the like garage, why the garage doesn't just take them somewhere else? Why are they, they wait? Normally do, oh, they? they've got to wait with the piano. Oh, of course, because yeah, they can't. The garage can't, can't, take the can't. They don't want to leave the piano. We can't take this away. And particularly the, the book, I guess. And, yeah. And so they go to the pub and to try and just to pass the time, I guess. Obviously, Tinker wants a, a whiskey. Yeah. And uh, he, he orders a whiskey, a whiskey with a small chaser. Uh, like of, of whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> I don't know. Excellent. This is what we want. Well, me and him often have gin with a chaser of gin, gin yeah. don't we? To be fair. <laughs> so what's the um, So I mean, that's brilliant. And um, but then basically, while they're in there, they see the guy from the garage. Oh yeah. Who towed the you know with the with his dance with team? His dance like, team. Oh yeah, we we're off now. And she was like, oh yeah, they were having some problems. They couldn't. They they, they couldn't, didn't have a car. They didn't have a lift oh, to like yeah. get to the other pub for the darts match. But they managed to find one now. And then they're like. They've named oh, Miriam. He was oh, quite oh. menacing, wasn't he? You, yeah. yeah, so Miriam gets driven off by this scary darts team. Yeah. That's a bit scary. Oh, like but um, it's all right. She's okay, listener. She's all right. And Lovejoy and about. Jane have gone and met Auntie May to double-check this... Oh, no, not to double-check. Auntie so, like, May of Banana to, to go and get the silver and, and to get Auntie May and, and then it turns out the silver comes with Auntie May they, yeah. when they get there they're like oh we've come to collect you so I think it was always the idea that she'd at least go for a visit just not permanently yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like no I'm going to move she's in got I'm, ideas. I'm, lo- I'm lonely here and I want to I want to go and live in the pub with my I quite liked nephew. Auntie May. I liked Auntie oh, May. Oh, I liked Auntie May. She was old money, wasn't she? And we she learned was, that the family great. had fallen from grace, hadn't we? So that they'd yes. come over from Ireland like what well, basically when like when yeah, the Irish kicked all the English out. 1928. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a bit of history um, in there. So, um... oh, my God, I'm so glad you said that because when she was like, "Oh yes, we left in the twenties or whatever," I was like, "Oh, she got rid of her accent really quickly. Like she doesn't seem to have a trace of an Irish accent." So oh, she was English. She, was English. she lived in Ireland. She got yeah. kicked out. By I didn't the, uh... do history, listener. Yeah, well, I did, but I did classics. She got kicked so, out after <laughs> didn't uh, the do independent Ireland. Yes, was, uh, right, yeah, Irish, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been welcome. So then, ba- then basically, over the years, the her dad had like frittered away all the family money, and then basically, and she's a little bit evasive about why the silver had survived mm. this oh, yes. frittering. Yeah, which should have been a bit of a red flag, but we were to- well, I don't know if you two. Were, well, but I, was- I was so taken with her that I didn't I really. Was- well, I assumed attention. it's because it wasn't real, but we we find yeah, it's oh, more no, interesting. Absolutely, than that. much more interesting than that. Mm. Um, so then, so at this stage, yeah, it's, you've kind of got several plots all intertwining here. You've got I Eric. I was so confused. Eric and Tinker sleeping under the piano by the roadside. Oh, I've written. Yeah, Lovejoy now saves in inverted commas Tinker and Eric who've been asleep under the piano. Bless him. I was hoping you both get pneumonia and die. He said. 
pissed. Yeah, <laughs> we're supposed to say pissed off with them. Like, what are they playing so at? Angry. How did and he's he upset about Miriam. Miriam. Yeah, bloody idiot. Well, I'd be upset. Love, I like Miriam. Love always turns up on Eric's motorbike. Clearly, doesn't know really how to ride it. Yeah, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's quite it's quite cool because it makes me think. You think of Lovejoy as being this very cool character. He's got his leather jacket. He's kind of... Nothing phases he's, him. He's cracking. He can't ride a motorbike. Although, though. you say nothing phases him. I've, I've spotted something quite interesting quite early on. He won't let Jane walk under a ladder. Did either of you yeah, spot that when they that. came out yeah. of the club? And he actually diverts her to go down the steps the other side. Yeah. So it's like superstitious love joy, which you wouldn't expect. Oh, I wouldn't expect. I was going to say, it does make sense to stop walking under a ladder, though, because they might fall on your head. Well, this is he's, true. I mean, there's a, a practical reason. He's a bit superstitious, though, isn't he? Well, he kind of believes in, like, you Curses know, this whole... And, yeah, yeah, and, like, this whole divination and all this. I think this he's got true. a bit Maybe. of that side. He's got a bit, a bit of spooky Lovejoy. Yeah. Woo-woo Lovejoy. Right, so now is the aforementioned... I've said aforementioned about ten times, so I'm not going to say it's it a good again. word, though. So now... <laughs> kind of the a part... word of the week, and that's it. <laughs> word of the week is me just saying aforementioned over and over again. Um, now we're at the launch party. Which was great. Some of the which... costumes were brilliant. Some of the costumes were a little bit off. Uh, Lovejoy is dressed for some reason as though he's in the US Army. Nobody else is dressed like that. He's dressed no, as like was, a GI. Well, there is, like, what's his name? The silversmith dressed as Hitler. Yes, that was the notes. Dressed as Hitler, two exclamation marks. Yeah, I've I mean, just because you probably wouldn't even show that now, would you? I don't think That's you just... would, because uh, Prince Harry got into a lot of trouble dressing as a Nazi, it did, didn't he? It did make me consider, like... Oh, that's really strange that that was clearly completely fine. Yeah, yeah. It was on the BBC. It was yeah. prime time. That was absolutely that was, because you're because you're you are taking the piss. Like he's yeah, not dressing as Hitler because he's he like, an admirer, a fan of Hitler. <laughs> but he's but doing again, it because it's a World War Two party, and he's like, oh well, I can part my hands yeah. inside. That, that, there you go. I can put, on a, put on a slightly dodgy looking moustache. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he didn't actually have a uniform on, did he? But, just but his it, head. It, it is quite recent, though, isn't it? That you've had. Um, you know, politicians and Prince Harry famously yeah, yeah. get get done for dressing up as Nazis. Yeah, it's yeah. Bit gross. That's why it's gross. But it's similar to you know, in some of the other episodes, we've mentioned things where we've said, you know, you watching, it, it watching it with two thousand and eighteen eyes, it comes across in a certain way. But yeah. at the time, it was meant completely harmless. Like some of the stereotypes, yeah, all the were, misogyny, were, you know, were, were like, meant to be yeah. funny and they were harmless yeah. and they were just how it was in in the eighties yeah. and would not have been offensive in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. But now we sort of watched it and flinch slightly because we're so ultra aware like me going why is that man dressed as Hitler yeah <laughs> literally we all wrote did we all write dress, yeah. he's dressed, dressed as, as Hitler. Hitler exclamation mark exclamation mark it's not even remarked upon in the episode although although there was Tinker a... does make that comment about I'm not dressing as this person this person this person because they were all the, the enemies the, of the British the, people he will not dress <laughs> Uh-huh. I think I was too busy scrolling in massive letters dressed as Hitler. Yeah. That was before dressed as Hitler. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but before, so just before the party, sorry, like because it is mentioned the the books do come back up because mm. like Tinker's like, oh, you know, I did manage to also get these books. I think I think um, Tinker says, oh, these old books, and this is the best comment. Eric says, what's age got to do with it? And I wrote, that's literally the point of the anti-trade. <laughs> the yeah. Oh, What's age got to do with it? Eric, quite a lot. They've got Bless quite old. Quite a bit. That's kind of the point of what you're doing. Oh. It just made me laugh. Oh, that was like. It's that good then that because I wrote that. I thought that was just you know funny, and of course the book becomes really mm. relevant later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very soon. So the party that there is a kind of predictable element yeah. to the party. So, isn't so Jane there? and Lovejoy. They could have foreseen this, surely. Well, well, because those people. So basically, what happens people. is the owners of Dashwood House 
who were burgled, come to the party. But we did learn they're stockbrokers from London, so yes, they wouldn't true. necessarily have come if they hadn't happened to be at their country pile that well, weekend. Exactly, and like being you know, not everyone in the whole they, village is going to come to the. They probably opening. wouldn't have gone to their country pile that weekend if, if they hadn't been, been robbed. Yeah, that's probably burgled. why they were there yeah. in the first place. So there um, you go. And then I've written, "Oh my god, this is so awkward," because Tink and uh, Major Linden—that's his name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Linden Walker. They're doing their turn, and it's really lovely. And oh, they're, they're doing playing the piano, song. and they're doing oh, the, singing cute. their song. It um, was lovely. They practiced. He, he took yeah, it really seriously. They took it really Tinker. seriously. And then matey boy from Dashwood House comes in brandishing a bit of his furniture, going, stop! Stop the party! Stop everything! You've nicked all our stuff. We get, no, we get another bit of misogyny here, oh. because he says, that t- the, uh, those tables are mine, and his wife goes, ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> another little bit yeah. of misogyny. Oh, why wouldn't was it Bruce who was the barman? Bruce Wayne. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. Why, was Bruce Why Wayne? wouldn't he talk to that Lovejoy? That's brilliant. He just ignored Lovejoy's. Every time Lovejoy spoke to him, Jane. he just talked like to yeah. Jane. He replied to Jane. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. It's a bit like you do in the school playground where you say, I'm not talking I'm not to talking anybody. To and then you'll say, Claire, please tell Emily that. Yeah. Emily <laughs> sat right there. It is that, wasn't it? And Emily's like, well, you can tell well, Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was really odd. Well, that, yeah. I, there wasn't, it wasn't really clear why. I mean, obviously, you just didn't like Lovejoy for whatever reason, but we weren't sure what that reason was. Mm. But the, thing is, the weird thing about that whole thing was so basically, they, he, they noticed. So, Lovejoy and Jane were at the party having a bit of a flirt, talking about the sex life of scallops. Which, oh, yes, because that's it. Down. They have sex from a distance. Mm. So, I wondered if that was some sort of like metaphor for Lovejoy and Jane's relationship or something. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> thinking about this about really a lot. But, the um, scallop has a really interesting sex life, is what he said. And what I thought they might have done was they just had the cameras rolling and were like, right, just do the tail end of a conversation and then we'll, yeah. go, into, we'll go into the scene properly. And I just felt like Ian McShane was, like, was the most hilarious thing I can say to throw her off her line. Yes. And he came up with, well, the scallop has yeah, been... It, just just like really like yeah. it was good, though. It amused me. So they're sat there having their scallop and, and they notice um, the couple, because obviously he rec- they recognise mm. the couple from Dashwood House because they saw them arguing. They see them come in they're like shit what I didn't get was at that point why didn't they like because all the tables were covered and everything yeah. they could have hidden the obvious things like this because the suit of armour what, what tips them off is a suit of armour but there's a lot of time in between when Lovejoy and Jane spot the couple coming in and when the couple spot the suit of armour plenty yeah. of time for them just to because they could easily have but they just, don't they just, it's a party and no one would have really noticed them just like hiding maybe they were too wrapped up in each other to have time to go and do their actual it was, I just, work I was like why didn't they just hide the stuff because it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been as I mean, funny I mean um, yeah it would have been I liked the bit where the man the went this is our table this is where Rex chewed the leg. Yeah, yes. yes. Oh, it's another dog with a human name. Yeah. I'm assuming Rex. I mean, Rex could might not be a dog. Rex be like, might be their toddler. Their, yeah, or their, their uncle, or this, something like that. Yeah. Just, just assume Rex is a dog. But then what, what happens after? The, I, I'm a bit confused. At what then happens? I know that like, well, he tips off the the police. Ah, Dennis. The police. We love. De- I love Dennis. Comes, I mean, in the moment at the party, that what do they just like take all their stuff back? Well, that's what I didn't understand because the next scene is Lovejoy's just asleep in bed, doing very cute snoring. I yeah, so I, I guess that like that obviously, attractive. the little couple turn up at the party, they don't know, you know, mm. who's there for Nick. So I presume they just they just take it home again. I yeah. Don't. Well, it's got, but then it's got Lovejoy's prints all over it. Yeah. Ah, he said that yes. already, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dennis yeah. tells him that. Dennis. So Dennis pictures up at Lovejoy's house when he's trying to sleep off. Quite sure how. I'm not trying to left party. his door open. Yeah. Or maybe because he's a policeman, he knows he's how to. Can I just point door? out there is there is form here whereby Dennis quite often wakes Lovejoy up. 
happens again in series oh, six. Maybe oh. they're better friends than we think they are. As in, comes in and just wakes him up and said, I've caught you in the act doing well, X, no, Y, Z. I would like to think it's like a running joke. that we are all very good friends. Yeah. And if I had something really important to tell you, like, oh, my, by the way, you might get done for this crime or whatever, <laughs> I still wouldn't be able to let myself into your house. No. No. Even if we lived in Suffolk and you had a beautiful cottage. Well, he probably hasn't given his spare key to Dennis the policeman, is he, to be fair? <laughs> so, and if you're Lovejoy, where people just are in always... case he gets locked out. Uh... You're Lovejoy, like, people are always after you. Like, particularly at the moment, he yeah. knows. You think he should bolt in trouble? You would probably chain it, wouldn't you, really? Anyway. But anyway, yeah, we digress. Dennis gets in somehow, and we, f- and we find out that, you know, he's this friendly policeman that's, like, basically on Lovejoy's side, who we've never seen before, but he's great. He's lovely. And he does obviously say to him, like, what, Lovejoy, why are your prints all over? Mm. And he obviously he explains what happened. And again, he manages to persuade. Dennis, that just to give him a few more days to kind of like get the, yeah, I suppose but, to get the ev- get some evidence that it's the other yeah. two. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'll set them up, I guess. Just figure out how to set them up. Mm. Um, he does have a. He does use the word. And he, this is when he uses the word crumpet. Yeah, he, he says, says crumpet will be the death of you. Yeah, crumpet will be the death of you, Lovejoy. Oh, weird. Did you notice as well that on the radio when they, so basically Lovejoy gets out of bed and they chat and they get yeah, to BBC radio Essex. BBC Essex. Yeah, well, maybe it's like just near the over the border. It is, it is over. Yeah. You could probably pick it up in. I used to be able to pick up um, French radio when oh. I lived in Guernsey. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it gives them a week. And then he says, You've got a week. I'm sure they've already given themselves a week, like a few days, a week before. So yeah. by now, you know, the trail's going cold by the minute. But, you know. But Lovejoy goes and uh, meets up with George Palmer and Angela again. Or rather, he finds out where they are because they're having a little tete a tete somewhere in some posh hotel. Um, and he goes and finds them. And then he has this little chat with them and says, oh, no, 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 actually, I'm on your side. I want to work with you. I don't know how he finds out where they are, but he basically, yeah, he pretends to want to get in on a deal with them. And then, like, he says, yeah, you know, come on, let's let's do another job. This is great. Like, yeah. I want to work with you guys. Exactly. And then, like, and then the next thing we know, Lovejoy is going to Jane and saying, oh, yeah. we never had that lovely lunch out. You know, Also, did you say she put her cardigan on? She did. Was that after she wore her lovely duck jumper? Her flirting cardigan but or whatever it was. She, she changed <laughs> out oh, her duck jumper. That was, oh my word. I mean, there was, so... there was some fashion faux pas in this uh, episode. That was like a lovely <laughs> jacquard like, design of a mallard. I felt like the duck went, you know, the circ- I have a sort of circle in my mind of things that are good. So something is genuinely good and then it goes around the circle to like 6pm or whatever, mm-hmm. 6, and then it's really awful. But then if it surpasses the 6 yeah. and carries on in its awfulness, it goes all goes, the way back This round. is true, actually. And so bad it's good. Were had gone all the way around about five times. I, I, find, <laughs> I find that with comedians often. It's so bad it's good. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, so they go for this lunch, but when, what we realise is the reason that Lovejoy is taking Jane out for lunch, partly probably because he wants to take her for lunch, but also yes, he's, he's to get her out of the house. We know that Alexander's also away. And so basically then you know, tips off um, George and Angie that uh, that Lady Jane's going to be out. Let's yeah, do over for show. Yes, yes. Go and yeah. do her house. And so they, they're there like, you know, like going nicking all her stuff. And in the meantime, Lovejoy tips off Dennis on his car phone, which I love. Oh, that hey, was good. We love a good car that phone. That was good. And so, yeah, Dennis goes around next Angie and George, so it's great. He gets them in George them. really... Sh- again, is George an example of somebody who has been caught out by greed? Because oh, you don't yeah. think he would be that daft. Yeah. yeah. You think he would be like, but I know that you know... Jane, I know, yeah. and I know that you secretly are in love with her. So also, why would you want to nick all her? Also, I still garden don't, ornaments because he I, thinks that Lovejoy is as greedy as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't quite understand how it gets Lovejoy off the hook, though, because obviously, like, yeah, they've got some people doing another burglary, but how, and they might be able to tie them to the first. Well, one. I think when he said to Dennis, and Dennis said, "Well, only your fingerprints on there," and he was like, "Yeah." So if I was doing a job, 
Why would why I would leave I my fingerprints it? there? I obviously got pulled into it as well. I've been scammed. But, I mean, it depends how much influence one policeman has, because obviously when Den- um, George and... Den and Angie, I was going to say that. <laughs> George and Angie get caught, they're going to say... Um, Lovejoy like, oh, well, love tips tipped us off. Yeah. So Lovejoy's in on it too. And like, and that's true, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, it, it works. So I, I won't worry about too much about it. So, so then that plot line kind of is neatly, so neatly tied, tied up. up. Yeah. But we still have Auntie May Silver. We because um, Major Linden hasn't actually paid for any of the shit that's in his pub, including all the food, the oh, fittings, yes. the barman. He has to pay for this. And he's like, well, it's fine because my silver's going to auction. Um, and he definitely needs it now because he's got no furniture because the furniture he did have was nicked and. Sp- and then they look at it and somebody had um, uh, sanded off. Sanded off? Is that right? The whole well, scratched off in some way. Yeah, we did. And I can't remember why they did it, but there's some sort of reason. Because which- oh, so God. so it was uh, because when they came over from Ireland, isn't it oh, that it was taxable yes. if it was a certain age yes, or a certain? It was that. And, yeah, and yeah. so they they sort of disguised it yeah. so that they didn't have to pay tax on it, and which was yeah. exactly that why. Right? Yeah, yeah, they said basically. I'm that- so much better at this when I'm sober. <laughs> I just want to point out. Yeah, they were made not. They were made not to seem antique. They said antiques had were taxable, but silver gilt, like you know, that was it. That wasn't. Was it. Yeah. So they um, had to disguise its age, hence so changing Justin, the hallmark. So, so Justin the silversmith, who's the same one that was dressed as Hitler, um, <laughs> decided they like, oh yeah, he can like basically put the hallmark back essentially, yeah. and then we can take it to um, auction. It'll be fine. And they, so they take it to the auction, oh, sorry. but then just so happens, unfortunately, that at the auction there's James Parrish, the, the James Parrish listener, <laughs> who is a big a big dealer in London mm. of silver. And so he... Well, he probably wanted to come to see these silver banana bowls. If yeah. He was and, like, oh, wow. And so, the, and so the auction has to, like, well, we'll just get him to, like, make mm. sure that they really are the real things. Obviously, this is quite a big um, lot. And uh, and basically, yeah, he examines them and sees that, like, the hallmark doesn't seem quite right. And basically, Justin has made an error. Oh, Justin. Oh, he's just put the wrong the wrong hallmark, the wrong year. He's put Although, 17... did, he do, did he maybe do that the same way... That Lovejoy might put his name on something to be like, yeah, I did fake it, but, but I, all right, but I, I, I did it wrong. It. I did it kind of in, in inverted. Maybe, wrong. but he does look quite um, upset or angry or whatever, mm. like contrite as when he gets found this out. This is true. But yeah, so he basically, so he put, he made it said seventeen sixty five, and Paul Pomeroy had been dead for two years. Oh, yeah, yes, so he couldn't, he couldn't have made it. it. Yeah, so so that so then basically we don't, but. But but all is fine. So basically, there's no. So basically, there's bowls are gonna. I don't know if they're worth. If they bother even auctioning mm. them, or if they're, they're. But they're basically not worth forty k. However. Mm. Oh yes, this is where the book. See, there's yeah. nothing. There is nothing irrelevant in this episode. How because, could you say there was no plot? Yeah, because because what does? I think this has got a bigger plot than any, <laughs> anything we've watched for a while. Um, what what we do then find? What they do then auction is you know when Eric says what's age what's got to age do with it? it? It's basically a very very old copy of the Canterbury Tales. Mm. And it, how much does it go for? I can't remember. It's a lot. Sixty thousand yeah. pounds. Yeah, it goes for in, more than to the bowls save were. The, yeah. The day, basically. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so that ties it all up very nicely. Torso, wasn't it? Everyone yeah. is happy. Everyone's in the money. Who deserves to be in the money? And then for some reason I've written, I'm not sure I got the ending. What happened at the end? That happened at the end. Oh, that happened at the end. end. And then so Lovejoy goes back to the restaurant. Lovejoy goes back to the restaurant and tells everyone what's happening. It's all great. Yeah. Except obviously Justin's in a bit of trouble because of his. Oh, and of course, Auntie May turns out. Um, is it Auntie May? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Auntie May turns out that uh, she has a she has a skill which is 
piano playing. Oh, yeah. He ends yes. with her playing a bit of Scott Joplin. Oh, he basically yeah. says, okay, well, I'll let you stay, even though the s- silver is worth yeah, yeah. bollocks all. I'll let you stay, but you, you can, can be the entertainment. You can be the, the resident entertainment. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. a winner. That's quite right. sweet. It was lovely, really. It was, oh, I thought it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it, was it so episode. much. I really did. So what's your mark out of 10? I'm, I'm going to give it an 8, or yeah. even an 8.5. I don't think you've really, given an 8. I don't think I have. I'm gonna give it, I really enjoyed it. It was great. Loved it. Actually, I did really like it. Yeah. As I'm talking about it, I'm I'm realizing that it was. I think I just oh, watching fair. it last night, just thinking, oh, there's just too many things happening. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> so I think actually now I'm talking about it, I'm like, actually, it's it's it was okay. <laughs> I think I just felt like it was a bit too much, like all over the place. Oh no, and it was I more about was the characters and the plot, which is fine. Mm. Um, I love that. But no, I, I, I really suppose I like that. a bit of a mystery. And there wasn't really a mystery. Yes, that's true. You so didn't that, know at every point. Whereas I never happening. understand the mystery, <laughs> so I quite appreciated so, this. So I think I'll give it a seven, because it was good, but for me it lacks mm. the mystery element, which I enjoy. What did I give the um, funerary raft? Was it an eight? I think I probably I think you gave it an eight. So I'm, I think I'm going to have to go for 7.5, because I did prefer that one, I was, because I, was, I liked having the band, and oh, yeah. I liked it being a bit like grubby. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a seven point. Five, but I did. I loved it. I, it was I, great. It's the first one that I've watched where I felt as though I could smell it. Unless that's because I was watching it by myself with really good headphones on, with a screen that was on my knee, mm. so I was just much bit more immersed, immersed in, it. in it, immersed. immersed. Yeah. So what's um, antique of the week? Mm. I wanted the book, the Chaucer, I... but now I'm like, mm, I've maybe got... Jane's Duck Jumper. <laughs> I've got an English degree, so I have to. I have you to pick the, the Chaucer. I'm going to have the Chaucer. I think mine was the piano. I just loved it. I yeah. <laughs> the legless piano. I loved it. Yeah, the, the three-legged piano. piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe my antique of the week is actually the dibber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is my dibber. It's like beautiful we, piano. Like. Have we learned anything? Well, yeah, we learned quite a lot about tickets. So we did learn, like, we as we mentioned about. earlier. Because the whole thing about, so, um, you know, Lyndon and Tinker call themselves crime and punishment. Oh, yes, that's and true. And then... Lovejoy at one point is like, oh, I've worked it out, why? And he's like, well, why you call yourselves that? And he goes like, why? He's like, major crime and corporal punishment. You were oh, corporal, yeah. weren't you? you were so we do learn that we about Tinker, that. Yeah. that he was, not, not, a, he was a, not an officer in the army. I learned that in 1991 it was fine to dress up as Hitler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unremarkable. Yeah. Um, I think I learned that we've learned this before I think but the people that you think you can trust you probably can't and the people Mm. that you're kind of um socialized not to trust although I realized by that I mean the police you two probably do trust the police (laughs) but I but yeah but so I I think for me I was like oh don't trust Dennis because he is that he is the police but do trust George because he's been on the inside even if he was a screw he still knows that kind of what and I was just totally wrong about those two things so Mm. yeah right you can find us online at lovejoy a pod um we might go and have a drink now i don't know oh yeah happy new year happy new year it's 2019 oh my god (laughs) stop the planet i want to get off it means means that we're almost at our one year anniversary the next next time will be our one year anniversary of when we started recording not when we started um Um, actually putting it out wow uh, so we'll have a a little i was going to say we can open a bottle of fizz for that but we do that every time (laughs) maybe some slightly more expensive fizz maybe some actual champagne yes indeed right see you later thank you for listening and happy new year bye it's a cake that one makes upon the griddle.